In today's show, we're looking ahead to week 14 in the NBA for fantasy basketball. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today, we're looking ahead to week 14 in the NBA. Lots to talk about, lots of interesting stuff as we head towards fantasy playoffs. Let's talk about those right now. Starting off by looking at how the week breaks out. A really, really busy week. All but six teams play four games. So 24 teams play four games, and there is only six teams playing three games. So those teams playing three, Portland, Toronto, the Lakers, the Suns, the Nuggets, and the Cavs. So the players on those teams are going to be really disadvantaged in terms of those mid to late round type guys that you've got. Those players, because there's just such an abundance of guys playing four games, that a lot of those players in weekly leagues you're going to be wanting to look to sit. And we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But guys that you would normally think are starts for sure, with so many teams playing four games and so few playing three. If you happen to have one of those guys who's only playing three this week, then you could be in just a little bit of trouble with that. Next up, we look at how the schedule breaks down. Very busy Monday, 11 games. We've got four on Tuesday, 10 on Wednesday, seven on Thursday, 10 on Friday, and then a nice eight and seven on the Saturday, Sunday, back-to-back. So with the streaming days we're really looking at here are Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. Maybe you can do it Wednesday. Maybe you can do it Friday. Probably not. But Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, the four stream days that we're looking at right there. Um, And the teams we're looking to stream, uh, the Sixers and the Magic, all four of their games for this week are on the low-volume days. So that's particularly important for Magic guys. Chumarikiki gets a real big boost in value. I don't imagine he's going to shoot as well as he has the last two games, but the fact that you can play him for four games this week is a very, very big advantage when you compare it to somebody, say, on Toronto, who doesn't have a single game on a low-volume day. So what does that mean for Chris Boucher? Like he's he is trending towards a drop. You know, someone like Gary Trent, I don't believe he's a twelve-team league guy anyway. But if you're not going to be able to play him at all this week, what's the point of holding on? For the Sixers, you know, Dwight Howard. Now Joel Embiid, we'll talk about that later on. Maybe he returns this week. But guys like Danny Green, Joel Embiid, even Shake Milton with four streamable games this week, there's a lot of value. The Wizards, the the Hornets, the Clippers, the uh, the Hawks, and the Nuggets all have three streamable games for the week. So there is some value in those guys as well. But yeah, as I said, Toronto with zero low volume days, zero quality games uh, makes those guys pretty tough. So you've got your your Lowry's and Van Vliet's and Ananobis, of course, but it's going to be tougher for Boucher, uh, really tough for guys like Gary Trent as well. And of course, yeah, you're not really caring too much about Aaron Bainesy Baines. Let's look at back-to-backs. 24 teams have a back-to-back over this time period. The only team who has two are the Brooklyn Nets. So I guess you have to have some worry. Now, Kevin Durant could come back this week, but that could mean that he also sits in a uh, in a back-to-back. 
So just be aware of that. But that's the, their second back-to-back is the one leading out of the week. It's the Sunday-Monday leading out of the week. They've got the Wednesday-Thursday during the week. Only one team leads into the week with a back-to-back, and that's the Raptors. They play Sunday-Monday. Nobody else has that combination. Then um, a few have that one leading out. But the Nets have two. They're the only team with two back-to-backs for the week. And the other teams we need to look at, the Thunder have one back-to-back. The Sixers have one back-to-back. And I've mentioned that just because Embiid might be returning. And the Miami Heat, now that they have Victor Oladipo, will be very interesting to see whether he sits a back-to-back this week or not on his new team or if that was just a function of him being in Houston and of course he was doing it in Indiana as well I think we do forget that sometimes for streaming for back-to-backs we look at the Tuesday-Thursday combination. Um, these teams all have that Tuesday-Thursday combo. Philly, Washington, Charlotte, the Clippers, the Hawks, the Magic, and the Nuggets. So a lot of choices to add someone on the Tuesday and get them through for the thir- for the Thursday as well. Now, of course, when we're looking at these, you see two names that stand out right across this slide, and that's the Sixers and the Magic. So you add a Sixers guy on Tuesday or a Magic guy on Tuesday, you play them Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. So that makes Trumer Akiki a really strong ad, and it makes those other guys on Philadelphia, your Seth Currys if he's a Available. Maybe you shake Milton's Danny Greens for sure. Dwight Howard in that scenario. Orlando, Wendell Carter Jr. we're all into. Maybe it's Otto Porter. Maybe it's Ken Birch. Maybe it's Michael Carter-Williams. Maybe it's James Ennis. There are a few options there. The Thursday-Saturday combination, um, Philadelphia and Orlando again, but uh, squished in the middle there. Detroit, Washington, San Antonio, and Miami have that Thursday to Saturday combo. So Detroit, Dennis Smith is a good option for this week. Washington, let's see what happens with Dan Gafford. The Spurs, yeah, good opportunity to re-add Calden Johnson across that back-to-back. Miami, Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn, depending on how their rotation looks. And then the Saturday-Sunday, there's only the two teams, and they're those two teams with the great schedule, and that is Philadelphia and Orlando, who has that back-to-back across the weekend. Let's look at front and backloading. Um, for the first four days of the week, the Nets, the Pistons, the Wizards, Clippers, Spurs, and Heat play three in four nights to begin this week. So, yeah, a lot of value <clears throat> in getting those guys early in the week. The Lakers and the Blazers have one game in the first four days of the week. At the back end of things, the Sixers, the Hawks, the Pelicans, Warriors, Hornets, Magic, they have they end the week with three and four nights, while the Suns and the Raptors just have one game to end the week. So when we're looking at you know, guys you can drop, from Thursday onwards, if there's only one game for Toronto and Phoenix, some fringe players there. McCall Bridges is not a fringe player, but other fringe players that you might have might be considered drops from those teams. Jay Crowder is a, a name that really springs to mind there in Phoenix. If you're looking to drop someone to get in one of these other guys who has three games in four nights across that section of the of the schedule. If you look at weekly leagues and some guys who you might be able to add to be startable players for this week for category leagues. <clears throat> Dennis Smith Jr. I know he's dealing with his back problem, but I think he's going to get pretty good minutes across the week. Chuma Kiki, we've talked about already. Good minutes, good volume for him. Malik Monk in Charlotte, and I think Royce O'Neal, less sexy than any of those names, but a guy that for four games this week, he can provide good category value across the week. Guys to sit, Kobe White, Aaron Gordon, just three games for the Nuggets, Kevin Herter, and then Darius Garland as well with just the three games for the Cavs. He's someone that I probably wouldn't be starting this week. For points leagues, Dennis Smith, Moses Brown, the wild thing, Jay Sean Tate, and Michael Carter-Williams, they can be added and probably started this week, and they're available in a lot of different places. And if we're looking at guys that we can um, sit down in weekly leagues, Chris Boucher, that's for points leagues, Chris Boucher, Kobe White, uh, Tyler Hero, and Darius Garland are the guys uh, who are, well, they're four guys. There are plenty of others you can sit down as well, which you can check that out all on Basketball Monster with our weekly projections. But they're all guys that I think in a points league, if you're looking for players that you have that might be able to be sat down, they are some of those guys who can be sat down. Let's have a look now 
at some players who might be returning from injury this week. We might finally get the return of Chris Dunn. I actually have no idea how he fits into the rotation. Of course, we're going to get all of the traded players make their debuts basically this week. So rotations are going to be all over the shop for the next three to four days. Chris Dunn could be returning in Atlanta, but some big names are scheduled to return this week. Steph Curry should return early in the week. Joel Embiid probably towards the end of the week, and the same with Kevin Durant towards the end of the week. We don't know that exactly for Durant. That's the assumption, but we're not sure on that. And the same with uh, same with Embiid. Maury is talking about Embiid being your days and not weeks away, so that's why we have to assume that he will return this week. And Curry, again, should be looking to come back at some point during the week. That'll do it for the weekly preview for week 14 in the NBA. Don't forget to subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on YouTube. And check out our sponsor, Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline are your online sportsbook experts. That'll do it for me, guys. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.